Ireland's Classic Hits Radio, it's Trina Mara and as Science Week draws to a close, we are joined on the line by Professor Philip Nolan, uh, Director of General Science Foundation Ireland. You're very welcome. Um, it's been a great week, hasn't it? I mean, we've had so much content even on this radio station alone, learning so much about science. Absolutely. It's been an extraordinary week, an extraordinary celebration of science and the excitement and fun. It is hard work, science, of course, but it's also really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. And events continue over the weekend. So I'd encourage people who haven't yet had the chance to participate to go to scienceweek.ie and see what's on in your locality over the weekend. Yeah. So I guess the theme this year has been all about what it means to be human in today's world. So we've learned loads this week about AI and all these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, what changes will humans experience in the future? From from your own perspective, what do you think it's going to be? I think the two big transitions that we're going to face, need to face over the next 20 to 30 years are, first of all, the green transition, the need to live much more sustainable lives uh, within our planetary boundaries. And technology will be a key part of that. And also the digital transition. We're going to live more and more of our lives as we currently are, but to a greater extent, supported by digital technology, Mm -hmm. empowering us, enabling us to do new things. I mean, artificial intelligence is a classic example. That's a tool that can really, really help us do all sorts of things from medical imaging to drafting routine text better. And I think our job as scientists um, and as the people of the country is to, to talk about the kind of ways we want to use those tools for good, and make sure that we don't use those tools in bad ways. Yeah, yeah. I think that one of the things that came up a lot as we were discussing this in the show during the week was when we were talking about AI and in the, the ways it can be used in, in you know, healthcare, uh, mm. education, transportation, robotics, so many different ways. There was a lot of people who, who reacted and they said, oh, no, 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 AI is going to take all our jobs. But some jobs may change. That's the way we're, we're kind of looking at it. Uh, absolutely. I, th- I think... Um, Every time a new transformative technology comes along, it does create um, a legitimate fear that people will lose jobs. But the reality is that what happens is jobs are transformed. AI, like many other uh, of its technology predecessors, is a really, really powerful tool or instrument, but it's just another tool or instrument. And what will happen Mm -hmm. is people will adapt their work to use this in a way as a, as a labour-saving device yeah. or a work-enhancing device. Um, but what it does mean is that all of us, right from primary school kids up to people changing their careers midlife, up to people retiring and using this technology to enrich their lives, we're all going to have to learn uh, how to use these digital tools. We're going to have to reskill and learn anew. But that yeah. can be an exciting journey. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think, yeah, when you even look back to even 10, 15 years ago, the changes that have happened, and I, I know certainly the younger generation are, are brilliant when it comes to digital technology and all that. They mm. don't even think twice. Even when you think of small kids, like uh, yeah. toddlers are, are using, you know, the, the fingerprint technology and we were kind of resistant to. But, you know, as you say there, yeah, it can make your work much more efficient. Um, and I have to say the robotic vacuum cleaner I have in my house is a dream. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll be giving that one away. Yeah, it's a very good point, though. I mean, all of those things, they can be great. And at the same time, we have to be very careful as people, as governments and scientists to make sure we use them safely and that we respect people's privacy um, and that technology is not intrusive. So 
that's one of the great things about Science Week is that we're involving people in these conversations and we're talking mm-hmm. together about the kind of future that we might want. Well, we certainly have been doing that all week. What yeah. is, can I ask you personally, what is the one thing that you would change now for the humans of the future? The one thing that I change is to be really careful that we're inclusive. Technology is really, really powerful in enhancing our lives, strengthening our lives, keeping us living longer. My concern is that all people get to share in, in the benefits of science. Um, part of the reasons that we have Science Week in the way we do is to try and draw everybody into the conversation so that everybody can participate. And what's really vitally important for me is that all parts of society can um, access the benefits and work of science. I'm assuming you want more and more young people going into going into work in science, going to study science in university and the STEM subjects are so important. Yeah, we, we do. We want more. You know, it's, it's a really exciting career. I've lived a life in science and it's been immensely rewarding and allowed me to do things that I couldn't even have imagined doing when I was a child thinking about what my career might be. And I think we want more people, but we also want a diversity of people to, to bring me back to we need to practice science and create technologies that are sustainable, useful, inclusive and safe. And that means the more diversity we bring, men and women, different races, different orientations, the more different people we can bring into science, the better the solutions we will be able to offer to society. So mm-hmm. that diversity of interest in science is yeah. really, really important to us. I think as well, there, there always seems to be jobs in science, doesn't there? No mm-hmm. matter what other industry, there might be, you know, lulls in certain areas. But in science, like we all, we need scientists, simple as. Absolutely. I mean, scientists and engineers are, are the natural fixers of the world. We, we're curious about things. We want to know how things work. We want to solve problems. In fact, as a scientist, uh, one of the biggest challenges is choosing what you're going to focus on because you're, you're interested in so many things. Yeah. There's so many different opportunities or roles you can take up um, in society that sometimes it's hard to choose. And I really would say that to people. It will always be work. There must be too much work yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. The other thing be is, careful what you take on. <laughs> yeah, and, and we don't just work in laboratories, like right through society, right through all kinds of different types of employment. There are scientists engineers, technologists, mathematicians mm-hmm. um, working in those environments. So it's a very rich and um, potentially broad career. Yeah, when you think of everything that you use on a day-to-day basis, like my phone in my hand right now, everything is back to science. Yeah, absolutely. And think about all the scientists and engineers that are maintaining that technology. Think about the scientists and lawyers who are working together to secure your privacy. Um, so it's a very interesting, complex and exciting world. I've really enjoyed doing all the coverage of Science Week uh, this week and look forward to it again next year. And I'm sure there'll be so many advances in science even between now and the next 12 months. And hopefully we'll talk again about what's what's happened in the meantime. So thanks so much for your time today. There is Professor Philip Nolan, Director General of Science Foundation Ireland. Thanks a million for your time. A pleasure.